Welcome to Simple Theology, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life. I'm Robert Kane. I'm Rick Gromlich, and um, I just want to welcome you to the show. Um, sitting in for Rob this this uh, week, and today we're going to talk about what are we going to talk about, Rob? <laughs> They're your topics. So okay. What are you sitting in for me? I'm just sitting in your chair. Oh, I see. I see. Well, hey, here's what we're getting into. As you sit in my chair, yeah, uh, we are talking about some of the books we're reading. Do you ever wish you had a leather, like a nice leather chair, like a big, nice Every leather day. chair you could sit and read in? Every day. Yeah. That'd be wonderful. Um, but we are getting into books we're reading. We're mm-hmm. getting into some good ones, some of the, yeah, I don't talk about any bad ones. <laughs> but then we're also talking about Twitter and Elon. So tune in. Hey, Rob. What's up, Rick? How you doing? Long you time doing? no see. You responding to a text or an email? or? Um, I saw last episode you were like doing some email work, I think, while we were talking. I was not. I was I don't know what you're doing adding right notes that I, of things that I wanted to make sure that I brought up in our discussion. As you were talking, As I, I, was did, discussing, I didn't want to forget. You weren't listening. I was, I was no, passively I listening. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Yeah, Rob, we're, um, we're back in the studio. Back I, in your, the saddle. Your office. Boxes of books just piling the room. I uh, mean, boxes is a strong way of putting it. There are three boxes, and there's a box down there too. That's not a box. Some boxes there. over it's here. Just... There's a box over there. Those are that's IKEA furniture over there. They're boxes. There are three boxes of books, <laughs> and each box is maybe a foot high. So okay, there's not like it's not like a storage facility. Yes, boxes and boxes of books. Okay, but a lot of books. There's books because. You're a big reader. We like to read. Big you readers. And I. Not the royal we. You and I. You keep saying royal we. That's when you refer to yourself in the plural. Is it's it? It's like we are not pleased when you don't like something. Why do they call it a royal we? Because that's how royalty would talk of themselves. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how we talk of ourselves. Well, this is America, buddy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Speaking of America. Speaking of. Today's election day. America. I mean, today's... Election day yeah. for the primary yeah. in Ohio. Right. Which is a big deal. It's a big deal. If you live in Ohio. It is a big deal. Who are you voting for, Rick? There'll be a lot of information that? on Twitter today about that. Hey. <laughs> there you go. I see you doing that. Um, yeah, so... You've really covered all three topics. Yeah. Thanks for listening in to... In the first few minutes to, here, so. It's a good introduction. Well done. Here's the roadmap for the day Radio ahead. Pro. Um, no, but we. Well, I want to talk a little bit about reading. Rob and I do enjoy reading. Um... I would say I've definitely not been, always been a reader, uh, something that I... No one's always been a reader. Um, well, that's a very good point, Rob. I'm just, I just no, want to say... No, that's good. You're in good company. Yeah. Um, I would say I. it's been in my later years that I've probably gotten more into reading. Um, did not enjoy reading through school or in college at all. Same. Um, and I would say that I struggle... I read slow. I mean, I read slow. Same. I didn't comprehend terrible, terribly. I don't remember things well. Yep. So add to the list. So um, it's a work. It's a discipline. 
but it's something I'm trying to get better at, something I'm trying to push myself to do more of. Um, but yeah, I do enjoy it, and I see the benefit of it. Right. Sometimes people rag on me because I'm always like, oh, here's a book. Have you read this book? Here's a book for this or that. And, and in a sense, I, so that's fair. You know, We want to always be turning people to scripture. Yeah. But I feel like one of the things that's been helpful for me in my walk is reading good books, yeah. reading um kind of broadly, and um, I find a, a huge benefit of that. We are to be people of the Word, mm. uh, people of the written Word, so we should be people who do and read. Not yeah. that everyone has to read to the same level or right. enjoy reading the same way, but I think that it's good to have a diet of and discipline of reading. Right. I uh, hated reading when I was younger. Yeah. I mean, the only things I remotely enjoyed reading uh, were the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter books. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. You wicked man, you. I know. And, um, I, and they let I you remember, be a I remember enjoying, in high school, I remember enjoying reading Moneyball because okay. that, that opened my eyes in a whole new way to baseball. Yeah. Which was great, but it was also almost infuriating because I got obsessed with numbers, like the numbers oh. of baseball. And yeah. it just made me angry when I would St- not get on base yeah. or something like that. So anyways, um, did not enjoy reading until yeah. recent... I don't know, five, six, seven years. Okay. Probably, no, seven, seven or eight years. Yeah. So early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Is when yeah. I really started to, to enjoy it. But by then, your your reading ability is pretty much set in stone. Um, you I can, would disagree with that. Well, you can get better. But yeah. if, if I would have put as much effort into it as I have these last seven yes. years, seven or eight years, as I would have the seven or eight years right. prior to that, yeah. my reading ability, You'd I believe. You'd be a lot smarter. I don't know about that, but if, my, no, legitimately, you probably would be. Oh yeah, I probably would have read more things and been more smart. Yeah. So, anyways, your IQ would be up. My reading ability, at least, yeah. would no, have been set. better. Is yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yes, it can get better. Yeah, but I think about it like I think about it like when you're when you're like forty and you're trying to get be healthy yeah. compared to when you're twenty five, you're trying or, or twenty, you're trying to get healthy. Right, it's a heck of a lot easier right. to get. A healthy body um but yeah so reading is a is a blessing it's a benefit um i would say it's even a requirement for our job i, agree. I think that there's there's things you need to be reading whether it's commentaries books about spiritual things um cultural things like to be able to read and analyze and um what's the big word disseminate information mm. is important um but this morning because we're recording in the morning um rob i just kind of want to hear about what you're reading what has encouraged you? We've done a couple of these episodes yeah. way back, um, and you've also been doing you've been doing more reading or book consuming via um, uh, a non sponsor of the show, the show, but an app. <laughs> yeah, not um, Audible. Who used to kind of work with us a little bit. Yeah, before we kind of just stopped doing that, and <laughs> the link I think expired. Um, so yeah, there's this there's this app called Scribd, S C R I B D. And really helpful. And it's basically poor man's version of Audible. At least that's what I call it. But it's slightly different than Audible. So there's there's free stuff that will connect you to like your public library. And so I use the Libby app. Yep, yep. L-I-B-B-Y. And that's been helpful. I've gotten a lot of free stuff. But you have to oftentimes wait for books to become available, even though they're digital. Um, you have to wait for uh, the person who's currently mm-hmm. reading it or listening to it to have it ready before you can. So I... Decided to give Scribd a try. Yeah. And I decided this because we went on that weekender, which we talked about in the last episode. And one of the guys had mentioned um, the interview that we did with Jonathan Lehman. And so yeah. I went back and listened to it just to make sure that I didn't say anything stupid. And I was listening to him talk about, he's like, he's like oh yeah, I, I don't 
like read books. I'll listen mm-hmm. to books unless it's for research, like yeah. research I'll read. But if it's essentially, if it's devotional or if it's yeah. fiction or if it's whatever, like he's listening to it. And I'm like, you know what? I've been if Jonathan hard. Lehman, who's already got his PhD, can do <laughs> yeah, this, exactly. surely I can do I'm this. I'm not going to feel bad about <laughs> listening to books. It'll allow me to take in more. And then for sermon prep research, things like that, I'll just continue, yeah. obviously, reading. Yeah. And so I have been utilizing this thing, and it's basically like the Netflix of audiobooks. Hmm, interesting which, comparison. again, not a sponsor. They, <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> Script Execs, then... Uh, They've lost a lot of users. Us, feel free to send us a check. Yeah. Um, you can find our information at simplytheology.org. What's it cost? I think it's like 11 bucks a month. 11 okay. or 12. Okay. Where Audible is 15 I believe. Yeah, maybe. And you get one book yeah. per month. You can buy other books, but you get yeah, one book credit. Book. Which yeah. I will say, someone who used to be partake of that world, when you get the free credit and then you're not a member anymore, you can't use that book. I know. I was pretty upset about that when I, because I you went on. You can't use that book or that credit. That book. Like all the books that I bought, unless I did something weird. You should be able to. That's oh, been wow. the thing with Audible is that you own it. You yeah, can well, still I use don't. it. Wow. Okay. So here's the script is that you don't own it, but you have access to gotcha. all their books, books, yeah, um, audiobooks, articles. It's more yeah. than just books. And so I can just cruise through books. So I've yeah. been doing some traveling, as we mentioned in the last episode. A little bit. And I've been listening in, in the car. Yeah. So my podcast intake yeah. has gone down yes. and my book listening has gone up. So now as I say all this, people are just going to stop listening to the show. Yeah, and just that's listen good. To the books. This is good for the, probably, for the money we're making exactly, off this. Exactly. All the fistfuls of money that we're making off of this. Cash. So recently, what, what have I been going through? So I went through Strange New World yeah. by Carl Truman, where mm-hmm. he kind of talks about how we got into this current state of affairs with our nation. Yeah. And in the last episode, we were talking. You were talking about how you can't say certain things because it could be harmful. Um, and so, because people would deem it as harmful, they will cancel you. Yeah. And it's amazing that it's no longer, as you pointed out, it's no longer whether or not this thing is true, right? True or not, it's now whether or not it's harmful, and subjectively harmful. Subjectively harmful, yeah. yes, because people in the way that um, travel has allowed us to uproot and move into new communities yeah. where we get to kind of leave our childhood home yeah. where everyone may know us and we can go to a new place and kind of mm-hmm. define our identity. Right. People have taken these things and made them a part of their identity. And if you disagree with them, then yeah. you are essentially disagreeing with who they say they are, which yeah. could be mentally harmful and so, therefore, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to talk about what may or may not be true right. because it could be perceived as harmful. Right. And so, Carl Truman gets into this with Strange New World, really helpful book. Currently going through Holiness uh, mm-hmm. by uh, John Owen. That's mm-hmm. been good. Almost done with that. Just finished up The Reformed Pastor by Richard Baxter. That was yeah. tremendous. And then also went through um, The Hobbit. Hmm. Big fan of that. Big and fan of The Hobbit. The Andy Circus, 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 however you say it. Yeah. Um, one that, because he's the guy who does Smeagol's voice. Yes. So yeah. he does so he all the these thing. voices. Very impressive. Wow. Very well done. All so, of yeah. Scribd. Not all scribbed. of them. Some of them are on Libby. Okay. But yeah, I'm just listening to a lot of books recently. Um, and it's been really enjoyable. I'm also reading, um, I'm reading mm-hmm. uh, Dave Saxton's uh, God's Battlefield for the Mind. Battle, yeah. Battle, Battle plan for the mind. Battle plan. God's battle plan for the mind. It's the Puritan 
practice of meditation. Yeah. Which has been very helpful is the idea and talk about meditation and yes. contemplation has kind of resurfaced. Yeah. To yep. be able to have one like, okay, this is a healthy way. Right. Right. And it's rooted in scripture, but the Puritans also elaborated on this. Mm -hmm. Here's what they had to say about it. This yes. is a healthy approach to scriptural meditation. Yeah. Okay. So are you, are you the kind of guy who's like, you have multiple books going at the same time? Yes. How many usually? What's your... So I'm supposed and, and to... I don't mean like, I'm, so I don't mean you've read I, a chapter. I mean, you're like, you are continuously working through them. Continuously working through them. How often? So there's some that I'll read With like some, a chapter a month. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Okay. I then, wouldn't count then, that. Then, yeah, probably three or four. Okay. Yeah, if you want yeah. to broaden it out to ones that I started over a year ago and <laughs> still occasionally <laughs> read, you're talking like a couple dozen probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I wouldn't do that. Because you're... Yeah, I'm looking at my at that, bookshelf to at, see At which that point, ones. you still have to go back and do some recap to remember the context. Right. To keep reading. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you enjoy nonfiction? That's I nonfiction or non fiction? Nonfiction. I mean there's there's the the books you're reading for like um theology. Yeah, let me clarify that. Nonfiction that's not like faith related. Okay. I do very little Money reading. Moneyball would be one. Okay. Yeah, that was back in high school. So yeah. very little reading on that. Okay. Not to say that I don't enjoy it, it's just when well, the the books on my list. The last are, book you read that was nonfiction that wasn't related to the Christian faith. <sighs> Man, what would that have been? Maybe that was Moneyball in high school. No, I'm sure <laughs> okay. it was something in college. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I saw yeah, a book I I'm, somewhere. I, I'm not doing a lot of that. Um, what about like history? Do you much history reading? Um, I, one, be, one of the things I want to get into is biographies. Yeah. I I've, I've, uh, was going through John Piper's 21 mm -hmm. Servants of Sovereign Joy. Yeah. I haven't finished it, but got through some of it. And in, enjoy biography enough yeah. to want to get into it more but yeah. not enough to where it's currently in my top three or yes. four that i'm working okay. through now what about um um and and i say that about biography yeah. not because i just thought out i'm not enjoying it as much it's just that muscle hasn't been flexed as much mm. I'm, I'm very encouraged when i listen about faithful brothers who've gone before me yeah and um, live lives exemplarily, exemplary lives. Yes, that I want to model. Yeah, um, and so I want to listen to more of it. I just haven't done a lot of that, so I can't say really yes. how much I enjoy it. Do you have a quota or a, a, how many books you're trying to read no. in a month or whatever? No. Okay, that's no. kind of nice because you're kind of more free to just read and not feel like the pressure of I just have to read because I have to read. Right, and I mean, the bulk of my reading each week is for sermon prep which I, I really yeah. do enjoy. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want to take away from sermon prep because I've got a quota that I need to hit outside mm -hmm. of that. Yes. Yeah. So. Do you do a whole lot of, I mean, you shared The Hobbit, but fiction reading? Uh, I've got the rest of The Lord of the Rings um, on. Queued up? Queued up, yeah. I have not gone through them, but they're ready. Um, on, on Libby? I've probably myself gone through 80% of C.S. Lewis's Screwtape Letters. Okay, yeah. But I don't think I've actually gotten through the whole thing. Yeah. And obviously the Harry Potter books, which I've enjoyed. I want to go through the Chronicles of Narnia. Mm, yeah. I'd like to go through that with Finley, though, our oldest. Yes. Yeah. But. That's good. 
Um, Those are like the standard ones that everyone knows about. Yeah, but, you gotta read them. Which basically means that I do not go through a lot of fiction. <laughs> um, what you're, about you? You're, what about me? Well, do you want to ask me these series of questions and then go through them yourself? No, I'm just gonna ask you. Well, I'd be interested to know what fiction and um, biographies you've been yeah, going through. Yeah, yeah, So I no, I I do enjoy reading um, Christian books. That's good. Um, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that, Pastor. As, as a rule. <laughs> Um, yeah, so one of the things that I think I struggle with is I, I'm going through books with people. Yeah. Right? So whether it's with our, our community group, our small group, or with our, like, guys I'm discipling. Yep. And so I have, like, three or four books going in those realms. Yep. Which means then, like, re keeping up with those chapters in that, in some ways, dampens my desire to, to read, uh, like, start new books. Right. So that there's a struggle there. But I do... Um, with audiobooks, what I've found is I tend to read more audiobooks that are historical or like can be nonfiction or fiction. Right. I struggle with reading audio or listening to audiobooks that are um, like the Reformed Pastor or like a John Owen right. John Owen book. Um, things John like, Owen's tough in general, though. Right. So, so like things like that, I tend to read more. Just sit down, open the book, and read. Yeah. Whereas, like historical stuff like something like that i can fly through with audiobooks um i don't have scrib but i have some old audio audible accounts i can read that you can't on. access anymore apparently well i can access the accounts but not okay. the books not the books that i that were like the token things where you like give you a token each month or Dude, they scanned I you know. i know um but i'll tell you some books that i've read that i've appreciated jerry bridges book trusting god was really good yeah. um he talks about the sovereignty of god he talks about all the different kind of segments of life and how it plays out i thought that was really good some people if if you've if you're new to that kind of doctrine that's a great book to read and how it plays out if you're if you've been around that block a few times you might find it kind of elementary but it's it was really encouraging went through that with some guys uh, just wrapped up Gentle and Lowly, which great is a book. devotional book. Yeah, great book. With our CG, second time through that book, great book. Um, I, there was a lot of criticism, not a lot. There was some criticism when that book came out from... Um, Masters guys. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was, I read, like having reread the book probably slower this time, I see a little bit more. Yeah. And having like read it with other guys and, and, some, and girls in our community group, um, I'm picking up on a little bit more, but not enough to be like, yeah, we don't, we're not using that. Yeah. Um, enjoy that. Um, going through a, a, a book, we talked about this before, Contentment, really slowly. Mm. Talked about that in the podcast before. I'm enjoying Are you content that. content with that book? I am content with the book, not content with my pace through it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've been reading, there's a, a, a book, um, or an author. I'll share one more book. There's a book called Big God by Orlando Sayer. And it's a small little book called Big God. And right. it talks about, again, the sovereignty of God. And what do we do with like hard questions? Nice. Super encouraging little book. Um, but I do enjoy like historical books and, and biographies. There's like an author, um, Ben McIntyre. He's a British guy. He's he's written several books. And a lot of them are about like spies and stuff. And they're, yeah. they're historical books. And I've just really enjoyed those. Um, just how these people live. And how, like, they figure out what they're going to do. And, like, I mean, the life of a spy is terrible, in a sense. Like, you like you can never know. Yeah. Like, be fully known. Right. And give yourself to something. Because you're always just living, essentially, for yourself. Yeah. Like, really. Um, and and that would be an interesting topic. Like, that whole, like, espionage. Yeah. Like, the Christian worldview. Um, so, that 
I think what another book that I've read recently, I went through like a a lecture series on the Great Courses. You ever hear the Great Courses? No. So they were probably more popular before all the streaming stuff, but you would like you'd buy a course and you get like forty lectures or fifty lectures or thirty lectures on like specific things. And I've wow. done this on like public speaking, I've done one on the Crusades, and I just finished one on like American history. It took me a long time to get through because it, it was like forty hours. Oh my word! But um, yeah, it was really good, and I just enjoyed enjoyed that. Um, and then I read a lot of books to my kids. We just yes. finished Charlotte's Web, so it's hard. Like the chapter books are harder with Will. Will he'll be four in a few weeks, and so it's hard to get him to sit and listen. Finley's just now starting to do that. Yeah, he turned four in February. Four yeah. is a magical age, man. Four. Magic. She's gotten. Easier. She's not throwing as many fits or tantrums. Yeah. I mean, they're still there, but not yeah. nearly as much as they were from two and a half to three. Yeah. Um, yeah. But once once he gets to four, man, life will be easy. <laughs> Smooth sailing. Yeah. From here on out. We only have two other ones to no go other through. Issues. That phase. Yeah. So I don't remember the questions I asked you, but those those are the books I'm reading. Very nice. I Excellent. like it. Rob, I'm do glad you, you like it. Do you um do you do you feel overwhelmed by the books that you want to read? Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's, there's books everywhere here. Like, I know. I've got church history books. Boxes got, of them. Yeah. Like I, I, and don't get me wrong. I, I'm very excited about it. And if yeah. someone were to give me more books, I'd joyfully welcome yeah. them in. Yeah. I, and that's, that's the reason why I yeah. decided, you know what? Like I am in a phase of life where I just can't sit for like hours on end. Right. And right. read. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. You like I, to. I am uniquely blessed to be mm. able to have the job okay. that I have. Oh, okay. okay. Where I, where I <laughs> That's can. That's like a personal flex. I was no, like, not right. a personal <laughs> flex. It's a, the a gr- gratitude toward our church yes. yeah. to allow me to be full time in the ministry yeah. so that I can read more than the average person yep. for the sake of sermon prep, for the sake of yeah. preparing to counsel people, yeah. for understanding issues. Like, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. But even with that, yeah. there's not enough hours in the day for me to, yeah. to read all the things I want to read and still be a faithful pastor and even more so a faithful husband and father. Yeah. And so I, I'm like, you know what? There are tons of books I want to get to that I would mm-hmm. like to get the material and I'm just going to go ahead and read these while I'm, or listen to these while I'm mowing the lawn, while I'm doing the dishes, while I'm cleaning up the house, yeah. while I'm in the car going from point A to point B, one meeting to another meeting. Like this is yeah. great. Yeah. And it's been really helpful. Mm-hmm. So yes, mm. tons of things that I would like to read and i feel slightly overwhelmed by but hey not to the point where i'm stressing out about it that's good yeah do you do you feel stressed out about it sometimes yeah i feel a little bit stressed out when i look at them and i think oh man i gotta read that book or or when i think about like if i go on and do seminary the books that will come there and the books i still want to read right um but i think that part of that is like identity of like it's okay that i haven't read all these books um you know, like we talked before, like, I'm not where I want to be. I'm heading in the direction. I am reading books. Right. I'm trying to, to learn. I'm trying to grow. It's like, because I think about it, if I could snap my fingers and miraculously have consumed all the books that I want to read, or all the books that are on my to-read shelf, right? and I have it all, it's all done. I'm all caught up, if you will. Right. Like, it doesn't really solve the problem, because I could just pull up like one blog or talk to one other pastor and have like 12 more books I need to read. That's it. So it, it's just more of being content and yeah. plodding along as the as books you have. Speaking of books and going through a book, I just went through a book. Um, we are speaking of those things. Yeah. yeah. The Relentless 
elimination or the ruthless elimination of Elements, elimin- I don't know of hurry mm. the ruthless elimination yes. of hurry by John Mark Comer yeah yeah um pretty good like I'd say yeah 70% of it was yeah. helpful it was helpful in me being like you know what? I don't need social media on my phone anymore I'm wasting too much yeah. time on this mm-hmm. um <laughs> John Mark Comer has some you and I've talked about this that that podcast cultural moment really good insight yeah on cultural stuff I don't think we'd be friends in real life probably not <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm listening to to him read his book, and he's like, give. He's calling Jesus. He's like, I don't. I I like to call Jesus my rabbi, and he's like, Jesus is my rabbi, and I don't like the term discipleship. I prefer the term apprentice. And I'm I'm just like mowing the lawn, listening to this guy rolling my eyes, like, oh, for goodness sakes, just stop. Like, <laughs> just use the language the Bible uses. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> and yes. like. I don't know. I'm with you. His stuff. It, yeah. It was a good. Good stuff. Good book. Good book. Yeah. Um, with all the caveats of. Yep. Absolutely. Portland author. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think that it is, it's good to read broadly in yeah. that sense. Like, like reading nonfiction, reading historical stuff that's outside of like Christian authors and things. Um, it just, it, it's, it's one of those things similar to being patient in the Christian faith it it bears out over time. Yeah. So if if I hand someone a good Christian book and then I expect them to read it and then in, in two weeks and then the end of it, like they're going to be a pretty substantially different person. Right. I maybe there's a handful of books in the world right. that 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 does that. Right. But anyway, yeah. So so reading is good. That's a good point. Reading is important. That is a great point. Rob, do you do a lot of reading on Twitter? Uh, no. Oh, I don't. You're not a Twitter. Twitter. You used to be on Twitter. You're on Twitter. I am on Twitter. Okay. I don't do a lot of reading on Twitter anymore. What do you do? On I used Twitter? to do more reading on Twitter. What do you do now? So you can basically just see. So what I use it for is up to the minute uh, news stories. So okay. So it'll tell you what's trending. Okay. And so. What do you know? Little little hidden fact here. It's going to trend here not, soon. Not too many people know about not it. Not too many people know about this. But there is a guy, real low profile guy, named Mr. Musk. Ellen. Well, some people would say, but nobody knows. He lives in a shroud of mystery. Okay. okay. And he bought Twitter because that's what people do these days. Right. They go out and just buy social media platforms. Um, what's your thoughts on Elon Musk buying Twitter? I'm glad you um, corrected the name because I didn't want listeners to think that I actually <laughs> thought it was Elon Musk. <laughs> no, you did think because I had to correct you. Right. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, dude, okay. First off... <laughs> This guy. Bonkers. <laughs> like, this guy starts a, doesn't like the way that, um, I saw this meme somewhere, but it's so true. This guy doesn't like the way that um, payments are done online. Mm-hmm. So he creates a platform called PayPal. <laughs> like, he created PayPal? Yeah. Good okay. for him. Yeah. Uh, wants everybody to have the opportunity to go to space, not just astronauts. Yeah. So he creates a company called SpaceX. Once <laughs> like, cars don't throw on gasoline, but can be plugged into a wall, like, creates Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy is unbelievable and now he's bought twitter yeah which i can only expect twitter yeah. will get better like, okay yeah. like he he posted this thing about how i don't know 10 years ago or mm-hmm. 20 years ago the if you look think of the um spectrum of liberal conservative yes left and right yeah he was like in the middle but closer to the left mm-hmm. and then he like it's like it shows one year where he's like closer to the left then it shows five years down the road and he's now like standing confused because he's now in the middle yeah and then five years later he's like slightly on the right 
And now it looks like he's like not way on the right, but pretty yeah. firmly on the right. Yeah. And it's not because the right side has moved at all, but it's because yeah. he puts on the left side, like the person's, the whole left represent, yeah. representative yeah. running away, yeah. like running hard to the left. Yeah. And he's like, what's happening? Yeah. I'm viewed as a conservative now, whereas yeah. my positions haven't changed, but the left has gone way left. And so now it looks like I'm on the right. Yeah. So he buys Twitter basically to say like, you shouldn't censor. Right. People who have a different political view. Cancel them. Cancel them. Don't you cancel know, them. like, don't get me wrong. If ISIS is putting together a rally, like mm -hmm. 100%, I am fine with people saying, you know what? We should not allow that post to stay up there. They're bringing together terrorists. Mm. I get it. And then, but then like for Trump mm -hmm. to be banned. Well, he's it, as bad as ISIS. In case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Depending on who you ask. <laughs> like... And I get the whole January 6th thing was bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, that that wasn't great. But, like, to ban people right. because you disagree with their political statements right. is crazy. And, and you might not even be banning them. You, mm -hmm. The algorithm may just be shutting down yeah. certain viewpoints. It's bias. Yeah. yeah. And Elon Musk has said, like, this isn't free speech. Right. Like, this is ridiculous. And you know what, Doug, on it, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. And so he makes an offer for, what was it, $48 billion or something like that? $43 billion? Yeah. Next thing you know, they're in a deal and it looks like Elon is about to own Twitter. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. And he, he owns it, I think. I think the deal is done. Is it done? I, I don't know. I thought Twitter was like ready to accept it. I thought it was a done deal, but maybe not. I think I that I, think I have that, that technology here. You in can my look studio, that up in the so. studio. <laughs> Thanks to Elon. Get the powers at B here. So I, I mean I don't have a whole lot to say about Twitter other than like I appreciate someone who says it's like the old like when people come to you. And they're like, hey, with the church stuff, like, hey, we should, we should do this. We why don't we do this? You're like, you see a need, take the lead, right? Or see a need, yeah. fill a need. Like, right. step in and do something about that. Don't don't just complain about it. Um, but I, I, so the guy obviously has the wherewithal to do such a thing, right? Um, and I agree with you as far as he is not conservative. Like, yeah, he's pretty progressive, right? In the historical term, I think of him. I think like Bill Maher, like they're. Bill's pretty like antagonist, atheist, not probably a, a great guy, not someone you're gonna hang out with or you want your kids to, but yeah. but he sounds he sounds pretty conservative because he's like, Yeah, I think, you know, we should support the police and we shouldn't right. burn down our cities. And uh That's a radical that, idea. Yeah. Does, does that mean I'm a conservative? <laughs> right. So okay, so here, here so, you go. Um it is expected to take three to six months mm, for the deal to close. The well, New York Times yeah, reports. I mean, that think was seven it. days ago. That, that Forty four billion dollars. You gotta yeah. count that? Like right. that's gonna take some time. Well, I mean, not for Elon. <laughs> One dollar, two dollars. He's like, let me pull out my checkbook. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, it's a fun thing in the sense that you have somebody who believes in free speech and they're going to do something about it you see a bunch of people kind of freaking out about it which again tells you like why are you freaking out right that someone ha can have a twitter account and tweet something right right um if you don't like what they have to say get off twitter yeah get off twitter go or do don't something follow else. that person what do you think about elon musk do you think he's gonna like just grow old and like shape the world and be or see the antichrist or is he gonna die young ish well, there's some very different <laughs> options there. I mean, just like, like, how does this end for Elon? Like, like you're saying, I mean, massive success, richest guy in the world. Like, yeah. is, is he going to just kind of fade in the background, kind of like the Bill Gates has? It doesn't seem like yeah, it. it. He's a like different it. kind of person. Yeah. Um, I, I would is guess. Is he the Antichrist? <laughs> just jump to that again. 
Could he um, be the Antichrist? <laughs> uh, at this point, I'm not convinced he's the Antichrist. <laughs> However, um, I would think that he's gonna continue. He's gonna die in Mars. That's his goal, right? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I Which, mean, I, I would guess get he's got a track gonna... record for getting stuff done, right? Like if anybody's gonna get there, it's stinking Elon, Elon Musk. Elon. It's <laughs> so Elon. Yeah, Alana, Elon, Elon. So yeah, I, I think he'll grow old and yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not God, so I don't know for oh, sure. Thanks for that. Yeah, just in case you <laughs> were asking. Yeah, it's so interesting. It's I, interesting I, what's going to happen there. But I, um, as someone who's not on Twitter, I think it's you know that's great for free speech. I think it's good when you just see people like it feels. So I'm a conservative. Whether you want to call me uh, whatever you want, label, I'm just I'm a conservative person yeah, politically, right, right. and so it feels like everything's just running like. Nonstop in the just uber progressive yeah. way, and so when you have people who, who are willing to like donate billions of dollars to to help things, and they're not being stingy with their money, all those things, um, and and, and it's kind of scary because they're not like staunch capitalists either, right? But nonetheless, they've made billions of dollars. But you see them standing up and saying, "Hey, like you're wrong. <laughs> We're not doing that." Right. To and and in a sense, like who's going to stand up and tell Elon Musk you're wrong? Like what's he going to pay for that? Right, like you're not canceling him. He's no. not going away. Right. So I feel like, like the Joe Rogans, the Elon Musk's, the people like that who have ma- a massive voice and a lot of influence. Obviously, different ones of a podcast, ones of owns a business, businesses. Several. Yeah, but but just people are like, yeah, I I think we're getting a little insane here. I think now that we have you know a million different genders, and now that women's mm-hmm. sports are to compete against men. Yeah. I think that like this is getting insane. Yeah. And you're kind of like, yes, thank you. Like yeah. somebody who's for seeing common sense, right? Like this isn't just a conservative issue. Like right. across the board, can we just acknowledge what's going on? So that's I appreciate that about Twitter. Yeah. Elon Musk. I'm I'm excited for the future of Twitter. Yeah, I am. Good. Well, that's all I got, Rob. All right. Well, sweet. If you guys want to learn oh, more, today's election day. That's Go out right. And vote. Yeah. If you're in Ohio, <laughs> as this comes out two weeks later, yeah. <laughs> hopefully your vote counts. Yep, there you go. Um, if you want to learn more about if us, not, you can, you can over, tweet about it. That's right. Head over to simpletheology.org where you can see past episodes. You can learn about us. You can um, see social media links. Reach out to us via email or just contact form. If you have some topics you'd like us to discuss, please head over to that as well. You can you can do that. Yes. Um, if you want to help out the show, it'd be really mm-hmm. helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, Leave us a five-star review on whatever go. podcast device you are using, utilizing. Uh, mm-hmm. but other than that, if there's nothing else, peace out. Peace. Peace.